Welcome, world, to episode 138 of the Chamberlain and Chance podcast. The best podcast in the entire podcasted land. I'm Chance. I write the games of chance.blogspot.com. With me, as always, is Chamberlain. Chamberlain, how are you doing this week? I am getting nervous because I've got at least 20, if not 30 hours left of Dragon Quest Eleven. Yeah. And we're closing in on October 1st. Is Fort says October 1st? Fort says October 1st. You can do it. I'm working on it. I hope I can get it done. You're like two hours a night, right? Three, usually. Well, come on. That's... I, yeah. I hope. I mean, I, yeah. as long as we don't hit any uh, roadblocks to progress, which I don't I don't think we will. I, I really don't think there's going to be any giant leaps in difficulty. This doesn't seem like that kind of game. No, it's not that kind of game. No. No. Uh, it should be noted that we know that Alex is okay. Mm-hmm. He's just busy tonight. Yeah, he's he's got better things to do. But uh, he's explained what they are, and yeah, no, it's 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 cool. It's cool. But his house is still there. None of his belongings safe. were washed away. It's just that I think he has to go back to work or something like that. That because the whole place was closed for like you know a couple of days. Go figure. Yeah, but he's safe. He's safe. He's safe, and we'll return next week. So well, that hurricane wasn't nearly as bad as it could have been. Yeah, but it's always better to overestimate because when you underestimate, yeah. you get things like Katrina. Which destroys, like, all of New Orleans. Well, that and George Bush not caring about black people. (laughs) You know, that may be true. Oh, God, there was a a gaming slash political headline that I didn't put in the headlines today. Did you you read that gaming slash political headline? No, I did not. Well, hang on. I'm going to write it down. So uh, we'll get to it at the very end because it is far and away the most tasteless thing we're going to talk about. Uh, <laughs> is political <laughs> slash gaming. I'm just going to write that. And then I'll explain it to you when we get there. <laughs> right at the bottom of the headlines. So so we can just keep going right down the barrel and we'll scrape the bottom and then we sign off at the end of the day. So just kind of... Yeah. It's all downhill from here. I think that's prudent. All right. So Spider-Man. Did you finish it yet? No, I'm, but, but I, last night I got to a mission where it said... Um, Basically, it said, like, this is the last mission. Like, buy all the upgrades. This is your last chance before the final mission. Okay. And so I'm like, oh, oh, I'm not doing that. I'm going away and, and you know, doing collectibles and shit. So I'm kind of disappointed that this might be the last mission. I was kind of hoping that after taking out who was kind of the primary antagonist for most of the game, there would be a whole third act with um, with a much more interesting antagonist um, <laughs> who, who has been developed over the entire course of the game. And you really want to see where this is going, and you really want to see it be awesome. But I'm worried that they won't be able to get all that awesome out in one mission, because the Sinister Six missions, the takedowns of those guys, it was like they all got out. And now here's a mission where you take out two of them. And here's another mission where you fight two of them at once, and now they're done. And it like, huh. yeah, it really kind of like it, it. It didn't do enough, I don't think, with some of those villains. But again, I haven't finished it. We we'll see. We'll see. Spider-Man versus the Sinister Six could be its whole own game. That's right. And, and in this, all it is is like, assuming I'm on the third act, it's just kind of Act Three. Uh, yeah, that's but right. it, you know, it's still awesome, and those boss fights are really cool. Like they are high flying, crazy ass boss fights. Um, they're really fun, and. Um, I think what surprises me most about this game is I, I don't really give a shit about Spider-Man the character, Mary Jane, or blah, 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 blah. I never have. Um, <laughs> even, like, you know, the, the Sam Raimi uh, Spider-Man movies were quite good. The first two, anyway. Yeah, I, I really, really like them. I still think Spider-Man 2 is better than um, um, better than Spider-Man Homecoming. 
Like a lot of people. Two think, really. I think two is amazing. Two is better than the first one. You think? Yes. Okay. Absolutely. Well, it, like, it, the whole, well Doc like, Ock is a tremendous villain. It's all. It's a, a huge part of it is Doc Ock and the and the the fight sequences in Spider Man Two. The the clock tower slash train sequence in Spider Man Two is still second to none. And like any movie Marvel's made, they've never done an action sequence as good as that. Well, two also had that moment where they were on the subway, right? Not the subway, mm-hmm. the L, mm-hmm. where they, his mask mm-hmm. comes off, and the, the New Yorker's like, moment. "Yeah, we won't tell nobody." Yeah, they give him his mask back. That's yeah. right. That's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Like Spider-Man Two was really was really, but okay. So the reason I bring that up is because I have never, never wanted Peter Parker and Mary Jane to get together more than I do in this game. <laughs> like they they have real chemistry, and Mary Jane is actually really cool. And there was a point where. Um, I think they're I think they're setting up a thing for something else. There's a point where a spider with a number on its back falls onto Mary Jane, and then crawls off her and wanders off somewhere else. And we're not sure what's going to happen with it. Spider Gwen. Exactly. As soon as that spider fell on Mary Jane, I'm like, that's exactly what this Mary Jane needs. She needs fucking spider superpowers. Please, please do this. I was begging for that to happen. I don't think it's gonna. But but the fact that they that they did make Mary Jane kind of. She feels like she really has her own agency. And in fact, there's this, I don't know if I described it last week, but there was a wonderful sequence with Mary Jane where you're swinging around the city of Spider-Man and Mary Jane calls for help. She's like sneaking into this military base, basically. And she'd like Spider-Man to show up and maybe help out. So as Spider-Man, you're swinging along and you use your like infrared vision and you see that a guy's got his gun on Mary Jane in one of these tents. And then it cuts away and it says 20 minutes earlier. And now you're Mary Jane sneaking through this camp. And you sneak all over this camp. They have no idea you're there. Finally, you get to the guy you want to talk to. And he pulls a gun on you. But you're talking him down. You're talking him down. And now it looks like he's going to give you the information you need. And Spider-Man swings it and saves the day. And knocks the guy uh. out. And now all the now all the military guys know you're there. So he picks you up and he swings you away. Because he's the hero. And is. <laughs> And she's like, what the hell are you doing? That's right. I had that all under control. That's right. So you, and, and, you know, we saw this guy pull a gun on Mary Jane when we first swung into Spider-Man. Like, we empathize with Spider-Man. We gotta save Mary Jane. But after this 20 minutes fucking stealth sequence is Mary Jane. <laughs> we empathize with Mary Jane when this asshole shows up with his swinging his dick around. <laughs> and, and so it, it really, I love what it does for Mary Jane, the character. Um, it's, uh, this version of Doc Ock, I think is um I think he's visually quite cool. He's he doesn't really hit the human notes that um I forget the actor's name in oh, Spider Man yeah. Two. But he was yeah. Alfred Molina yes. was amazing. And th- this guy is pretty good. He's he's very human. He feels a lot more um I, I don't want to say weak, but vulnerable. Um he, he's 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 really, really good. And this this Peter Parker is really good really good. Miles Morales in it. You really, really like him. Um it's it's really just fucking wonderful. Hmm. It's a wonder and I know I'm just basically piling on what I said last week, but the biggest complaint I can level at this game is just these stealth sequences. And it's not that they're terrible. Once you kinda get used to its expectations of stealth, you can totally handle it. Like, um there'll be sequences where you can start a fight as Spider-Man, uh, from stealth. So you're, you know, you're up on perch and you web a guy up, and, but there's these two guys standing over here. And one thing it does that's nice is it tells you if that guy's safe to, uh, stealth grab or not. Okay. And, and web up. It'll actually be a thing that says danger or safe. 
And so what you can do is you can spit, if two guys are facing each other, you can spit a bit of web behind this guy once you kind of get a sense for the area of effect of the sound of your web hitting something. Okay. You can spit a web over here, then spit a web on the opposite direction so they both take, turn their backs to each other. Mm. Good. Uh, eventually, Mary Jane gets a tool that allows her to distract enemies. Um, it's so it's it's functional. It's okay. It has a modicum of depth, but it's still that. It's it's not why you're there. It's not why <laughs> you're there, and it is still that analog stealth where once you're discovered, the stealth is over. And if you play as Mary Jane, it's it's much worse because she gets down on, on her knees and goes, "No, please don't!" And then it fades to black. Oh come on! Yeah, it's kind of shitty. Oh well. Yeah, but that's I'm the one it. thing. But I mean, you've, put, you've put a lot of time in on this thing. I would imagine mm. quite a bit, yeah. quite a bit to the point that like I did not play Overwatch this weekend until it was Saturday night, and my brother was like ready to go. Whew. Like, yeah, it's still and and I played Overwatch terribly because for the past two weeks it's been Spider Man. <laughs> Didn't anybody tell you that single player is dead? Come on, you should know. No, single no. player games are dead. Uh, I ain't hearing that. <laughs> now there's God of War apparently. Yeah. So well, Speaking that's of. cool. That actually shipped. I will. What's funny is is we we are in that season now where this 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 pile of games like Dragon Quest Eight is here. Or except for Dragon Quest Eleven is here. I'm playing it. Shadow of the Tomb Raider is here, and I will play it eventually. And Spider Man will be here in a couple of days. So I really didn't expect this fall to be this this interesting to me. There's a lot more stuff. We're not done yet. But I, there was not one outside of Red Dead that I was sold on going into the summer. <sighs> Yeah, the problem is Red Dead's just going to kind of swallow up all of the money and all of the time Well, for I mean, a lot of people. Spider-Man sold gangbusters, man. A best-selling game of 2018 for its first week or whatever. All right, well, Battlefield Five's not going to beat it. Call of Duty's not going to beat it. Call of imagine. Duty wouldn't beat Spider-Man? Well... I believe oh, Call never of mind. Duty. I'm multi-platform. I'm thinking. Yeah. Never mind. It's, it's single-platform versus multi-platform. Call of Duty will definitely beat Spider-Man. I um, I, I was Red hoping Dead that people, more Spider-Man. people, would be against the fact that there's no single player in this Call of Duty. I don't but think many they, people are going to care. No, because it's got a battle royale mode. No, it's not that. It's that people since since Modern Warfare have been buying Call of Duties for the multiplayer. Yeah, I you're know. the only person who buys these games for the for the campaign. They're the campaigns are usually pretty good. That's yeah. why I didn't mind Infinite Warfare because it had a decent campaign. Yeah, but really, it's just for you. Like, I'd be interested in checking out those those trophy stats for how many people actually finished a Call of Duty campaign. I bet you, <laughs> I'd be, I would be surprised if it was twenty percent of the people. There, yeah, I'd have to I'd have to look and see. I bet you they're pretty rare. I bet you they're mm-hmm. not we happy few rare, but rare. <laughs> So Dragon Quest. So yeah, I'm still. That's all I've really worked on since we talked last week, and, I, and I'm having a good time with it. But one thing that I was thrilled to hear when Alex described it to me that characters that are not in your party level up at the same rate as your other characters. I thought awesome. That's mm-hmm. a great thing. But the problem is, is it never forces you to change characters. So I, I have these characters that I'll probably never use because in my head I already have a better answer. But you hate you hate it when games make you do that. I know, but it's like I have my cake now, and I have all this cake, and this cake is really good. But I'm getting a stomachache because there's just so much cake. Well, then why don't you like you know try a salad? <sighs> there's salad right there. You just have to choose to pick up the fork, man. <laughs> because I, I don't want the, the, the because right now with 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 this with a specific, I have two teams. There's the team for the overworld random encounters, and there's no healer on that team. 
because random encounters never do enough damage to actually kill you. If you need to heal, you can heal in between battles. Okay. So it's just straight damage. I've got the main character who just hits things. Um, thief is thief is in because he's dual wielding now. Mm-hmm. I just got the character who has a big staff and she's pretty kick ass. Okay. And the red mage, the little girl mage, and okay. the little girl mage just does obnoxious damage. Okay. But in that group, I suppose the main character is kind of a half healer, but there's no dedicated healer because I don't need one. The boss team swaps out the girl with the staff, whose name I've forgotten, for a dedicated healer, and then the thief goes away for um, the rather extravagant jester because he's got some good buffs. We'll give it... And that's it. And well, so there's another character I'm never going to use, the old why, guy. Like, why, not get, why not get rid of the MC and keep the keep the rope? Because he does good damage. Because huh. yeah, cause he, cause he does good damage and... Yeah. Okay, so yeah. what what kind of class is the old guy? Because apparently the old guy is one of the best characters in the game. Really, he's he's kind of he's a magic user, kind of like the red mage or the little girl, but okay. she, he has some more buffs and debuffs. Huh. But those are covered by the jester. I mean, huh. it's I I shouldn't complain because it's still fun. The the it's very rare that I run into any non-boss encounters that are that are difficult in any way whatsoever. Um, maybe yesterday I was just tooling around the ocean because I got my boat and mm-hmm. I stopped on a, uh, a desert island and I get off and around the edges of the desert island, it's all like wimpy level one, level two guys. I'm like, well, this is easy. So I walk towards the middle and suddenly I'm fighting two giant ass trolls. So I'd like, I actually like that where it kind of lulled you into the sense of security with easy bosses. Then you walk further towards the inside and like, Oh, no way. We're going to kick your ass now. So <laughs> that was actually cool. Um, no, I just actually had to heal when I was done with that fight. Okay. <laughs> so I haven't died once yet. I don't, it's just not that kind of a game. It's, I think it's interesting that I, I did not realize because um, Secret Time, I, I never actually played Dragon Quest Eight. I never got around to it. Me neither. My all of my exposure to Dragon Quest has been in those two Spin-offs. Dragon Quest Muso games, yeah. and I liked them. They were actually fun. So that's how I know any and all of the creatures and the monsters. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize how consistent the Dragon Quest games are because pretty much every beastie I've run into. I saw yeah. in one of the heroes games. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's they're very much like cactars in a in a Final Fantasy or Chocobos or whatever. Cactars, and, and they all they all look better. Yeah, they just look really good in this game. It's like, man, that is the best looking slime I have ever fucking seen. The muddy hand looks good, like Alex was said. A lot of them look really, really good. The trolls are hilarious because the tongue kind of hangs out of the side of the mouth. It's actually, it's. Really, really good. But the thing is, that. even even the boss monsters, like the trolls and the dragons, they're huge and everything, but they're still so cute. What's also interesting is that the size and the intimidating look of the enemy doesn't really seem to have anything to do with how difficult it is. Because hmm. I went into an area, and there's these giant dragons that I'm looking at. And I'm like, I probably shouldn't fight one of those because they're probably just not for fighting yet. I bumped into one, and no, no, they're just as easy as the other small enemies. They just look really big. (laughs) So they've got this visually intimidating look. No, they're like 100 hit points. It's not Mm. really a problem. So (laughs) When when I first, again, I only put like three hours into it, but when I first, uh, just that taste of it, I found it intensely charming. Like it was just, it was just a very lighthearted, let's have some fun, crack open a storybook kind of game. 
after, did you did you get that same sense when you started it? I do, and it does feel very episodic. I mean, it's like you do this area, you do these missions, and you kind of go off on a little road trip when you get to the next one. I mean, I've, I have gotten to the point now where it's like the standard RPG of you need to collect these eight doodads ah. to unlock the special portal to get to Yggdrasil. And what was nice is as soon as that quest is introduced, two of the characters are like, oh, you mean these? So that you already have two of them, That's so hilarious. it's not quite as bad. Yeah, it's it's well, the beginning of the game with the thief character and that red orb. Mm-hmm. That's one uh, of the doodads. Okay, so um, but once you're told you have to get these other six, are you backtracking or are you going to new areas? No, it's new areas. It's yeah, new areas. So I, I thought for a second it was going to just kind of set me loose and say go where you want to go and find these things. No, as soon as you like pass a threshold on the map, there's a an event. And a little plot, and then it tells you where to go next. So mm-hmm. it is still giving you direction. I don't think it's really going to open up to just nonsense until you get the um, airship or plane or blimp or whatever it is. I don't know what it's going to be, but I know that it's later. You know you get one? Alex was saying you get one. Oh, God. Yeah. He he said that he thought he was near the end of the game because the airship unlocked. Oh, well... So, but I don't know if he's finished it yet either. His emails have been evasive. No, he did not indicate that he'd actually beaten it. It, hmm. it seemed to me that he was still grinding away on the end game. So this might be like an 80-hour RPG. Great. Yeah. I need to, this has to be done by 10-1. This cannot go past 10-1. You can do I it. Mean, I, I Tomb Raider it. can wait. I know that game. Review-wise, that game has been like, meh. Um, it's Spider-Man. Just, it's just more of the last one yeah. again. S- Spider-Man, I want to play it. I want to play it really bad, so but... Once I start that, it's an open world game, and I see that map, I'm going to want to go to all the places and pick up all the things and but, catch, capture all the pigeons. <laughs> but man, doing all the things in this game is fucking fun. It's fun. Like in, when Act 3 starts, um, you, the, the cutscene has already been shown. So the, um, basically, the, the Sinister Six are released on the city. And not only are the Sinister Six are released, but there's this gang called the Demons that is tearing the city apart that is in open war with the mayor, uh, um, Osborne. Okay. Um, now, Osborne doesn't appear to be the Green Goblin at all in this universe. It's really weird. Um, and Harry is not even in the city. He's like over in Europe or something. Pardon me a moment. <coughs> so, now, as you swing through the city, snipers are constantly shooting at you. There are, like, red beams coming at you from rooftops all over the fucking city, and there are guys, there are red dots all over the minimap on, you know, street corners, rooftops, so on and so forth. And they are a problem. They will shoot you out of the sky. But once you clear that rooftop or clean out that intersection of bad guys, they will never respawn. And the combat is fun enough that I'm like, okay, let's stop and deal with these guys. You guys, you guys want to take a shot at me? And it's fucking incredible <laughs> because it gives you really, really cool feedback for when someone's about to take a shot at you, like you see this, you, know, you see the the sniper beam on you, and then it turns uh, gray. There are like a, a series of gray arrows pointing towards you, and then those gray arrows will turn red, and that's when you hit the dodge button. And if you hit the ah, dodge button, Spidey perf- sense, Yay. yes, you'll do, a, you'll do a perfect dodge. And if you're close enough to the guy with upgrades, you can hit triangle. Actually, when you do a perfect dodge, Spidey will automatically web sling uh, a bit of web into the guy's eyes. Cool. And then with an upgrade, if you're close enough, you can hit triangle. Spidey will zip into the guy and instantly finish him. So you're flying through the rooftops of downtown New York, and someone takes a shot at you, and Spidey twists in midair to evade the shot. And then you tap triangle, and Spidey will web sling to anyone who's nearby who who he can attack. And you just 
clear the fuck out of these guys and throw a guy into the air, whip him up, swing him around, throw him off the rooftop. Okay, we're off. It's fun. <laughs> all of the little side quest things in this game are fun because all they are is let's do some web slinging or let's do some fighting. That's it. It's just these two things that the game does really, really, yeah. really well, and you want to do it. Yeah, I want to play it. I definitely want to play it, and I will play it. It's just that there are games higher on the list. There are a lot. It's that time. I, I, I was so proud about two months ago. My 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 coming soon list was actually clean, save for like one or two games. I had caught up on all the good games and all the shit games that I usually play. I'm like, hey, look at that. The list is clean. Now it's got like five games on it already. And we're not even November yet. Not even October yet. That's true. Well, that's just, it doesn't matter. I mean, October is for as much as I am excited and I know I will love... Forza Horizon 4, I doubt I'll play it for more than 20-ish hours. Maybe 25, just to get through the main quest. Yeah, you'll, you'll beat the main quest. Yeah, yeah, I will absolutely beat the main quest. And, and, and different from last one, I never bought the third game, so I never got to play any of the DLC for it. And there's some really cool, like, Lego-based DLC for the third Horizon game. What? I actually have already pre-purchased 4, but I have 4, I'm going to own it, so... Describe Forza Lego-based DLC for me. I'm sorry, Lego's wrong. Hot Wheels. Ah, okay. So you had like these bendy Hot Wheel tracks and loops and jumps and stuff oh, like neat. that. Oh, neat. Yeah, it, it looked really cool and reviewed really well. I just never got around to go back to get it because I didn't have the game. I don't really want to make that mistake again. So, buying digitally. I, I've stopped kind of buying <coughs> hard games. No, I've bought a lot digitally this last year, probably more than any other year. And I keep on, like, Overwatch keeps on going on sale. And I keep on telling myself, okay, make sure to buy digitally this weekend, and then I forget. <laughs> next we up, had next this conversation. You were worried it was going to screw up your save, because you've got, like... Yeah, I am, but I'm willing to take the dive. I'm just sick of dealing with the disc. I'm that lazy. I'm that lazy. I understand that. It's all the way over there, when you're sitting right here with That's your right, controller but, and your drink and your... But I'm pretty sure it's, I'm pretty sure my actual save is on Blizzard servers, so I think I just log in as chance as, you know, my user ID, and Blizzard goes, okay, who's this guy? Oh, it's this guy. He's got all this shit. Um, okay, <clears throat> so you know how on Switch they keep on <laughs> announcing games for it, and yes. probably two-thirds of the games that they announce for it is just a port of a game that came out, you know, ten years ago. Yeah. So there are some of these games that I will buy just because it's that game again, and <laughs> I have to buy it, and Okami is one of those. Yes. So when Okami came out in the summer, I bought it. On the Switch? Yeah. Okay. I, I bought it digitally. I don't even think it has a physical release on Switch. Let me see. Mm. I don't think so. Uh uh, Amazon. It wouldn't surprise Okami me if it didn't. HD Switch. They know it's niche, so why sink the money into actually printing little wafers of it? Oh yeah, see, Okami, uh, Amazon has Okami HD digital code. Yeah. And then yeah. the next option is PS4. Anyway, so I, I, but I didn't touch it, and I don't know why I turned it on the other day. I don't know why, but my biggest complaint with Okami. Uh, and even in there, I wrote a glowing review for it once where I called it a masterpiece and I still believe that. Um, but the one thing I pointed out was, holy shit, there's a lot of text to go through. Yeah. And it goes really slowly. Yes. And it's a lot of it's front loaded on the beginning of the game. That's right. That's right. Here's a lot to read before you can do anything. And even then we're going to force you down a linear hallway for the next 20 minutes. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but one thing that this version of Okami does is you can skip every single cutscene. 
Hey. And it is, it is, and so all I'm doing is playing Okami. I'm not, you know, watching these, and uh, and sometimes I miss the story beats. Like I just beat Act One, basically, and at after each boss, after each major boss fight, Okami or uh, the the wolf does this thing where uh, this little bug that travels with her will say, "Okay, okay, Amy, give her the howl," and then she like arches her back and throws her neck up and goes, "Oh." And then expanding, like, color shoots up from around yes, her. Yes, and j- there's yes. just an explosion of color and, and and flower petals and everything that's fucking gorgeous. And I'm like, I am making a gif of that. Finally, it is going on the internet, and I skip the cutscene. No! <laughs> but, but I beat Orochi the first time, and so now I finally have a glaive. And when you, uh, when you start playing the game, all you have is a reflector. The, mm. wep- the weapons you have in Okami is uh, a shield, which you swing around. Uh, or a uh, rosary, which is a series of beads that it kind of acts like a whip, or a glaive, which is a sword. And yeah. what, what these represent are the three sacred treasures of the Emperor of Japan that uh, apparently were delivered to the first Emperor of Japan literally from celestial beings, gifts from heaven, signifying the Emperor's divine right to rule. Mm-hmm. So it's a really cool kind of tie-in to the whole Japanese culture, and I love it, but the glaive in particular is what I love. Because as the wolf fights, the way she animates is like she's snapping and snarling, but there's this floating shield above her that's whipping forward with every snap of her neck. Like, it's a really cool animation. But when you're fighting with the glaive, it's just kind of a, you know, mash, mash, mash. Or when you're fighting with the shield, it's just mash, mash, mash. And then when you get the rosary, the rosary is a whip, so you hold it down, and it'll go... It'll kind of, like, hit more... Do more hits. Like rapid fire kind of a thing, Yes, but it's it's kind of less damage over a longer time, but it has an amazing range on it. And then you get the glaive. <laughs> and the glaive is like, you hold down the button, and she will like rear back as you hold it down. And the glaive will start to shudder with power. And then you release the button, and she snaps forward. And the glaive whips through the air above her. Like It just looks fucking incredible. And it feels badass, because the longer you hold it down, the harder it hits, and it hits like a truck. So I finally got the glaive. I'm so happy. I'm rolling through this just wonderful, colorful, beautiful, positive Zelda like it's been. It feels like, you know, this is one of those games that feels like coming home. How much of it do you find remembering? I mean, how long uh, ago was it that you uh, played the game? It, you know, it's probably been five years since I did a play okay. Kokomi, at least, if not more. Um, so was, how much of it do you remember? Oh, I remember all of it. Oh, but okay. but every now and again, there's be something like I'm not sure where to go next. <laughs> um, just cause, um, the, the game was, it's, it's not terrible about telling you what it needs you to do. Like if it says, you know, you need to gather these six things, which is actually something you have to do just to get into the second dungeon, I think. Yeah. Um, it actually, you know, gives you markers on your map. And there was one where I, I knew that I had to go to this sanctuary to talk to the birds. <laughs> there's, there, there's a bunch of, there's a bunch of sparrows, uh, living in a hot, hot spring sanctuary. And they have a beautiful inn there. <laughs> and I, I know I need to get there. And I know that in order to get there, I have to save the chieftain's daughter. And I know the chieftain's daughter is in this evil witch's hut. But I don't have the power to call out the moon yet. How do I get the kid by the lake to get me to start fishing with him so I can catch the whopper and find the, the constellation in the sky that gives me the ability to call out the moon and turn day into night? It's just wonderful. It's just See, so fucking good. And you're missing that because of how familiar you are with the game. You're, right. you're, your head's ahead. already, yeah, yeah you're, yeah, you're so I'm far skip- ahead that you're missing the breadcrumbs that are right in front of you and so at this point i think i'm like i don't know maybe 10 hours into it 
And I remember the first time I played Okami, um, and I got to this point, and I thought, you know, it's a little short, but this was an amazing game. <laughs> and and then you're like, oh, and, that's right, and I beat Orochi, and uh, and then like, oh no, bad stuff's still going on. I'm like, oh no, there's there's going to be like a little extra thing. No, you just finished the first third of the game. <laughs> then it opens up into this huge city with this huge uh, waterfront area that's coming up next. And then there's like, there's fucking, oh man, I'm just remembering, there's under the sea adventures. There's a giant sea, sea serpent, like a sea dragon that I have to defeat. But the sea dragon is actually like a princess in disguise. Don't worry about it. We'll deal with that later. <laughs> so good. I just like, I'm, I'm hyped to keep playing this 10-year-old game. And I'm really conscious of the fact that it is 10 years old. And usually when I think about looking at retro games and handing them off to the current generation and saying, this was really cool in, like, 92, like, I know that, you know, it's like me trying to go back and play um, play Symphony of the Night. Because I don't have that attachment to it from back in the day, I don't care about it now. Like, it just doesn't play well. This still plays pretty fucking good. Um, it's, it's really solid. I recommend, if listeners, if you've never played Okami, check out some screenshots, read some reviews. I recommend it. Chance approves. It's still good. It's it's one of those. It's pretty much timeless, I think. And the presentation, even though it's polygonal, is evergreen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it had a really smooth—is that the right word? Um, Finished, polished look. Yes, just striking and confident and really bold, bold. It used color really, really well. It's spectacular. Which not a lot else did during its generation. Didn't no. that come out in the middle of like the yes. you know gray yes. generation? And it came and out. Of Okami. <laughs> it, it came out right at the beginning of the the browns and the grays. Yeah. 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 So you have greens and reds and you know it looks really cool. Oh, it's so beautiful. And I I keep on telling myself like, oh, take take a video with this, take and then I never do. I opened up my because I was gonna do a post about Okami. Maybe I did. I was gonna do a post about Okami. And I'm like, okay, I'm gonna have a bunch of awesome gifts to use, and I only did two captures for my whole <laughs> time playing the game because I'm just enjoying it too much. Well, you're distracted. You're ready That's to right. go. That's right. So you had mentioned that we're not even in October yet. That's right. What other big stuff for you this year? What else oh. do you got? Okay, well, I, I I sent you that email from my office account, so I don't have my reply in front of me anymore. Oh, okay. I, I will read you your reply. I was okay. just trying to be, like, sneaky, kind of sneak that in there. So your reply, we'll get back to mine, because mine's the more mainstream, like, AAA, boring yeah, he, stuff. Yeah, he picked all the good stuff first, and then I had yeah, to add yeah. afterwards. So, so, well, yours is good stuff. You're, you have Mark of the Ninja Remastered, which I was do. supposed to be summer, which is not summer it anymore. It is not summer. But it'll be this year. Yeah, wow. we'll see. <laughs> uh, Valkyria Chronicles 4. Yes. Which you will carry a torch for forever, because you played the demo and it was what you were looking for, correct? That's exactly what I was looking for. All right. I did not beat the demo, though. It saves progress, though, correct? I don't know. Maybe for it won't unless I beat it. Ooh. Maybe I should go back and beat that. Because mm. I was loving it um, anyway. Go on. I'll skip the next one, because that's in the news. Um... Diablo 3 Switch. You're actually going to buy Diablo 3 on the Switch? I'm going to... Yes! I'm concerned of how it's going to look on the Switch. I'm not. I'm not. Like, you know, you take any Blizzard game from World of Warcraft to uh, uh, to Overwatch, and they're built with sliders so that a potato can run them. I know, but what even just size-wise, it's small. I'll be okay. Text is going to be small. My eyes are bad. I you can't know what? I, well, okay. I, I'm probably going <laughs> to buy it before a reviewer tells me that the text is too small. But I have to think that if anyone's going to be conscious of that kind of shit, it is Blizzard. You'd hope. Yeah. Yeah, they know what they're doing. 
I wonder what kind of multiplayer that's going to support. It'd be cool if there was like Wi-Fi multiplayer between two switches. I believe there is. I believe that there's local and online. Really I cool. believe there's local and online co-op. Because local is free. Still, we'll get to that later yep. on too. Uh, Dark Souls remastered. Oh really. yeah. Oh yeah. That's 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 more of a day one than than. Uh, okay. Diablo. And then Fallout seventy six. Okay, no, I just threw that out there to remind you that it exists. Okay, that's not on the list then. Yes, that no. exists, and I, I, I am not excited about that until I, you know, get more. I until don't know. someone I trust tell me tells me that well, it won't hurt. I me. trust you when you've told me this, but I just can't imagine. You know, I haven't played it. I'm just saying, keep hope no, alive. I know. I, know. I, I will. I'll keep hope alive. So my, let's see, where is you know, you know what I had? Where did it go? I replied to you, and oh, okay, yeah, here it is. <laughs> Looking through my emails, going, where the hell did it go? Um, so I've got a list here, and I cannot, of course, guarantee you that any of these are going to be good. I'm pretty sure two of them are going to be good. Okay. So obviously, Forza Horizon Four is October first. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's going to be good. Okay. Assassin's Creed Odyssey, which that could be just more of Origins. It and will I'd be fine. Um, although this one's looking less and less Assassin's creed and more just kind of open-world brawler, which, fine. Um, I guess you run into Leonidas in the game, which I'm excited to do. Hmm. Um, Call of Cthulhu, which I make no promises or guarantees on, because yeah, it'll be bad. it's a horror game, and it'll probably not be good, but it's it'll Call of bad. Cthulhu, so i got to play it. Uh, Red Dead Redemption 2. That'll be good. Which is the other, which is the other like, lock in this yeah. list. I still have hope for Darksiders 3. Yeah, that's just kind of the word. It's it's like, yeah, it's it's we're but we're conscious that it's optimistic. <laughs> yes. We we know that we are setting ourselves up for a potential kick in the fellas with this game, but we asked for it for a long time and hey, there yes. it is. There yeah. it is. Yeah, I want it. I want it to be good. And then Just Cause 4. Mm. But I'm worried that going to take itself a little too seriously. Like the visuals, Just Cause 3 had a, both 2 and 3, had a had a silliness to them, both in the presentation and the characters and how it looked, they're brighter, kind of sillier. A lot of the videos for 4 look really cool, like the tornado, that tornado stuff looks cool, but this game, it cannot be serious. This has to be the Saints Row to the open world action shoot 'em up games. It yeah, cannot none be... of the trailers for the last two games were, were like super cheerful and silly. I know, but That's the games that... themselves were. <laughs> yeah, I know. And this this game is doing trailers just like the yeah. last game did and the game itself has stupid tornadoes that you're riding a car around in. So, you know, maybe <laughs> don't be so concerned. I I, I mean I, I it's probably gonna be exactly what I'm hoping for, but realistically that one may not get played until next year with all the other stuff coming around coming out around the same time. It's just not Well early it's next not year is gonna be fair. hot shit too, man. Yeah, I know. And then as far as just little little downloadable stuff there's that new Tetris coming out in November. Yay. That looks... No, I'm sorry. Visually, it looks really cool. I have not played a yeah. good version of Tetris since the NES. That Every is, version that is of why Tetris I got into Tetris then. for the graphics. Well, okay. None of, they have even controlled poorly, if you can imagine that. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. I, I, I'm excited for it. I'm not going to lie. I want to. I want to be tet- good at Tetris again. It's been a long time. Well, you know, Tetris was one of those games where, when you're really in the zone, it was like meditation. Yes, yeah. that's honestly why we kept it long after we got a Super Nintendo at my house. We had an, an NES, 
and Tetris was in the NES at all times. And it wasn't even for my brother and I. My mom would play it mm-hmm. to take a break from working on her dissertation. Yeah. When she was completely fried from writing or studying or reading all day or whatever the fuck she was doing, she'd like kick everybody out of the living room and play Tetris for 20 minutes and be, re- be rejuvenated, be ready to go. Yeah, like I remember being like six years old when Tetris got big and having ants that I never imagined wouldn't play video games just playing Tetris, showing the kids Tetris, loving Tetris. Yeah. It was very, it was, it was, yeah, it was very Pac-Man. It was very cross-generational, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's because it's, it's simple to understand. <laughs> Easy to learn, difficult to master, cliche. Yay. Now, oh, any others for this? Not that I know. I went through my list. There's all this stuff I'll probably play, but those are the ones that I actually have hope for of actually being more than just kind of bleh. Yeah, the biggest question mark of the season is Darksiders 3. It is. Absolutely it is. And for and me, the biggest is... surprise of the season is definitely Spider-Man. I did not see and this And it came coming. out so early. Yeah. In the year. It's like, yeah. it, it's like it knew it needed to avoid all the other garbage, so it well, came out ahead of time. I think that's pretty prudent, frankly. Yeah, yeah it was. The, the more you can stay away from November-ish, the better off you are. Yeah, and it sold gangbusters. Like, it reviewed very well. I think, I think everyone at uh, PlayStation is pretty happy with Spider-Man. Yeah. Holy crap, I'm looking at late January, early February, and it's okay. not even fair. Okay, what do we got? Just a list of stuff that I'm probably going to play. Okay. Resident Evil 2 Remake is okay. end of January. Okay. Kingdom Hearts 3 is end of January. Okay. Days Gone, mm. supposedly. It's March, right? Or February. Uh, I still see February. Okay. Metro Exodus, February. Anthem, mm. February. Crackdown 3, February. Devil May Cry, th- no, Devil May Cry is off in March. Crackdown 3. That game will come out. <laughs> Give me a break. <laughs> it's going to come out and be 20 bucks. Power the, power the cloud. <laughs> I think they took that out, actually. I'm sure they did. Yeah, because it was meaningless before and is meaningless now. Wait a minute. So. This is stupid. <laughs> so, b- before we get to uh, gaming headlines, there's two other headlines that I wanted to mention. And these are not okay. gaming related. But, uh, once upon a time, I told you guys about a TV series on HBO starring Bill Hader as a hitman called Barry. Yes. And I absolutely loved this game. I thought Hater particularly was amazing in it. Uh, and Henry Winkler is, uh, is like an acting coach. Uh, so Bill Hader got an Emmy for best lead in a comedy series. Awesome. Yes. And Henry Winkler got an Emmy for best supporting actor in a comedy series. <laughs> so I just like to, I, I felt really vindicated when I watched that last night. It's like other people think so too. That feels so good. Talk about someone who's had like a second career. Henry Winkler. Yeah, yeah. I mean, good for him. He's still he's still cruising along. He's been nominated. He's is. been nominated three times. This is his first win. Wow. Yeah. All right. Cool. Um, also, in non gaming news, uh, this doesn't even need a punchline. <laughs> I'm um, trying to laugh. Okay. A woman wrote an essay called "How to Murder Your Husband." She is currently under arrest under suspicion of murdering her husband. <laughs> That's it. That's the whole story. We can just move on. Because that's the joke all on its own. That's terrible. It that's is terrible, terrible, but the irony terrible. the irony of that sentence is delicious. Is yeah, it's very, very funny. Yeah. It's pretty good. Like poor guy, but you know uh, that is funny. You'd think that guy would see it coming. Yeah, you'd think you'd think you'd look at that well, you know what? You know I mean with any girl I'd ever been with, if I would go, hmm, this is giving me problems, she'd explain it and I'd go, Okay, honey. Like, I just roll with it. 
If that guy's like, why does my coffee taste like arsenic? Oh, it's just me. No! Get it tested! <laughs> and now on to video game headlines. <clears throat> yeah, much more polite news now, yes. Well, up until the end. Uh, <laughs> in, in Overwatch news, a new Demon Hunter Sombra skin is now exclusively available to those who've purchased a pass to BlizzCon 2018 digital or physical. The pass is $40 US. So if the only Blizzard game you play is Overwatch, they're basically charging $40 for this admittedly pretty sweet-looking new skin. I have already seen Sombras running around with it in-game. Where is BlizzCon this year? Is that they move around? I don't think so. I think it's always in California. Okay. Not that I know, but because I've never that, gone. Of all the cons, that's like the one I'd be least interested in going to. Yeah. Sorry. I No, no thanks. I'd sooner go to QuakeCon than BlizzCon. Well, I don't know. Things I wouldn't buy any paraphernalia from from QuakeCon, but I would definitely buy shit at BlizzCon. That's true. I know that I would. Okay, but which would QuakeCon or BlizzCon? Which would have the better cosplaying? Uh, BlizzCon. BlizzCon. Absolutely. Okay. What's, what's what's QuakeCon gonna have? You're gonna have follow Doom people, guys, <laughs> Doom guys, and Elder Scrolls guys, right? Elder Scrolls. It's not really Bethesda. It's just id, right? That's just, yeah, I'll just, no, yeah, that's just id. Yeah, yeah, so Quake, there's, yeah, there's just id. Doom guy and Quake guy. Uh, yeah, no. Yeah, Lawbreaker, Blizz- no, wait, Lawbreakers wasn't there. That was, that was Cliffy yeah. B, never mind. And then <laughs> Blizzard has, first of all, the entire Overwatch roster. Um, World of Warcraft, Diablo. Yeah, Diablo. Yeah. And, and, and elves in battle bikinis. Okay. Like, how are you going to go with Well, in that Quake case, I'll just, go to, I'll just go to Dragon Con and that's see right. that kind of cosplay. There we that's go. Right. Um, and that's actually all the Overwatch news of the week. I played terribly and got one good play of the game last night. It felt really good. Actually, games last night were amazing. I, me and Chris fought against this. There was this insane DPS carry on the enemy team that played Widow and Genji, and we got into a sick rivalry, and when she killed me, she teabagged me. Cause, oh, cause, oh. yeah, cause she did not like the fact that I was, that I was challenging her. It was really nice. It was really <laughs> nice. And we would, when, once I got her off the board, we would win that team fight. It was really good. Um, <clears throat> anyway, moving on. YouTube is getting rid of the YouTube gaming app. It failed to find a big enough audience because Twitch exists. <laughs> and because Twitch already has all this built in stuff. Yeah. Like subscriptions and all sorts of nifty stuff. So, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah, this is, it's, it was like YouTube trying to make their own uh, Netflix, basically. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, compared why? to Twitch. Yeah, Netflix well, is already there. Well, I mean, YouTube does have a ton of content. I think what I've heard lately is that YouTube, the company itself, is kind of a dick about actually incentivizing the content creators to continue creating content. They're making it harder and harder to make a living off it. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, today was announced Dead Rising Studio Capcom Vancouver shut down today. That's 158 developers without a job as of this morning. Is that all they've done is Dead Rising? I believe so. I, th- I think they kind of uh, they kind of um, helped on other little games, but I think I want to say Dead Rising Three. It might have been two, but I think Dead Rising Three was the first full game they did themselves. Let's see here. Games developed. I'm actually out of the Wikipedia because I want to get this right because people losing their jobs sucks. Okay, so all right, they were they were Blue Castle games before then, okay. and they did some silly um, MLB games before that, and then yeah, Dead Rising Two, Case Zero, Dead Rising Two, that was them. Then they did three. Then they were Capcom Vancouver. They did three and four. Oh, mm. and they did Puzzle Fighter for iOS and Android, mm. which actually got shut down. He did puzzle a long fighting. time ago. Wow. Yeah, hmm. interesting. Yeah, those you know those new gen uh, Dead Risings weren't terrible. 
No, they were not. Absolutely not. Yep. Um, I, I think I preferred four to three, but they they added enough different stuff of creating your own vehicles to squish zombies with that actually made it interesting again. Yeah, but okay, was four the one that was like super grim dark? Or was that three? Uh, they blend together. What, Maybe that was three. What's what's the one with like the Mexican guy, the Latino three. guy? Three. Yeah, that's three. I think that's three. And then four. Yeah, was... four is Frank. Four, four Frank is, Frank is back. Again. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 I don't think. Oh yeah, no. It eventually got ported to PS4. I think. I never. I never checked it out. <clears throat> Maybe it didn't. Uh, <clears throat> and now onto Switch port news. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a Sega Genesis Classics Collection was announced for Switch uh, today, including. <clears throat> Alex Kidd in the Enchanted Castle, Alien Soldier, Alien Storm, Altered Beast, Beyond Oasis, Biohazard Battle, Bonanza Brothers, Columns, Columns 3, Revenge of Columns, Comic Zone, Crackdown, Decap Attack, Docker Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine, Dynamite Heady, S.W.A.T., City Under Siege, Fatal Labyrinth, Flicky, Game Ground, Galaxy Force 2, Golden Axe, Golden Axe 2, Golden Axe 3, Gunstar Heroes, Kid Chameleon, Landstalker, Light Crusader, Fantasy Star 2, Fantasy Star 3, Fantasy Star 4, Rystar, Shadow Dancing, The Secret of Shinobi, Shining Force, Shining Force 2, Shining of the Darkness, Shinobi 3, Return of the Ninja Master, Sonic 3D Blast, Sonic Spinball, Sonic the Hedgehog, Sonic the Hedgehog 2, Space Area 2, Streets of Rage, Streets of Rage 2, Streets of Rage 3, Super Thunder Blade, Sword of Vermilion, Revenge of Shinobi, Toe Jam and Earl, Panic and Funk in Funkotron, Tojam and Earl, Vector Man, Vector Man 2, Virtual Fighter 2, Wonder Boy 3, Monster Lair, Wonder Boy in Monster World. <sighs> Maybe a third of those are actually worth playing now? Well, it doesn't... You, I don't think you need many. I think you need, like, three like games from your childhood that you really want to play. Yeah. And so I would say any one of the Golden Axes. Um, for me, also, Sonic 1 and 2, and Streets of Rage 2 and 3. Or yeah. Streets of Rage 1 and 2. I love all those. The thing is, I have this collection on my Vita. Never touch it. Fuck it. <laughs> Did you see the other collection that came out today? Which one? The Capcom Beat 'Em Up collection. Oh, I saw that, but it's like two games that you've heard of and fifty that you haven't. Oh no! I, I mean, the, the the Knights of the Round I've heard of before. Final Fight, uh, Captain Commando. I knew I knew all those. So. Do you remember a game called Sunset Riders? Yes, I do. I keep on waiting for that game to show up in one of these fucking collections. I love that Sunset game. Sunset Riders was awesome. It was so cool. Beautiful presentation. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, finally, awesomest news of the week, as far as I'm concerned. Resonance of Fate, which listeners will remember as that JRPG that Chance loves, is getting an HD upport for PS4 and PC. It will be available worldwide on October 18th, digital only. So in literally one month, I will have Resonance of Fate on my PS4. I'm... It kind of crushed. It's not on my Switch. I don't care. I'm, I'll I'll buy it just to tell Sega that you need to make another one of these. <laughs> it's, it's Sega, though. You know that something's going to be. Yeah, something's like, going to be off about the port or something. Yeah, they'll, they'll call it like. Well, no, it's not the port I'm worried about. It's the sequel that they make that it will end up being like Valkyria Azure again. Oh, they'll change it, make it an action game or exactly. something stupid like that. We've decided yeah. to. We've decided that in order to really push the push this franchise forward, we're making it a first person shooter. Because <laughs> no one's seen one of those in a while. Anyway. Uh, also coming to Switch, underrated platforming stealth roguelike The Swindle. It launches on October 11th. I highly recommend that one. It's a good one. Wasn't that one free? Uh, one point I, at PS Plus? It wouldn't surprise me if it was. Or am I thinking of something else? No, it wouldn't surprise Well, I know that uh, Stealth Inc. was free on Stealth Inc., that's what I'm thinking of, actually. Yeah. yeah, st- yeah. Stealth Inc. fucking sucks. Alex is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> See, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll explain. <clears throat> In any real stealth game... Mm- 
the uh, staying hidden gives the player power and agency to make choices and gives them power over to def in order to defeat their enemies. In Stealth Inc., uh, it doesn't give you any power. It doesn't give you any options. All it gives you is you don't die. If you're seen in Stealth Inc., you instantly die. And yeah. it's not fun. It's not fun. It's, it's like, yeah, it's, it's like these Mary Jane stealth sequences for the entire fucking game. Where as soon as you're seen, that's it, it's game over. It's not fun. It gives the player no real power as from their stealth. The stealth isn't power. It's just the one thing keeping you alive. Anyway. Hmm. Uh, Armello is also coming to Switch September 27th. You liked Armello? I, I did, and I, I keep wanting to go back to it because it's probably been a couple years since I've played it and uh -huh. they've added a whole bunch of stuff to it. Hmm. But it's one of those where... It's not a quick digital board game. It's like a good 20 minutes, half an hour okay. to have the whole game play out. And there's so many different ways to win that I would spend the first like time or two playing it just remembering what the hell I'm supposed to do. But it's, it's, a pretty it's multiplayer only, game. right? Is there single player? No. No, there's single oh. player. You just play against bots. Okay, okay. But yeah, you, you can play single player. <clears throat> uh, indie kickstarted action platformer Time Spinner launches on PS4 and Vita on September 25th. Hmm. I'm, I'm, it's, it's pixel art. I'll, I'll check it out. And then okay. if it's as bad as Chasm, I'll tell you. <laughs> uh, 2D teleporting shooter Velocity 2X is coming to Switch on September 20th. That's a good one. Uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey is coming to Switch in Japan as a cloud version. So basically it's running on servers somewhere and you have to remote play it on your Switch. I can maybe see it working there because their internet infrastructure is better than either you have or we have in the States. Ooh. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. It's it's all about just size. The country is small enough that's fiber everywhere. Ah. Whereas Canada, you're spread out. We're spread out here. And this Monopoly series, you can actually get a decent connection anywhere without paying a bazillion dollars. Yeah. But, like, you know, a lot of the smaller East, East Asian countries, Japan, Taiwan, they have tremendous internet. Oh, you I still pay that. through the nose for it, but it's really good. Apparently in Europe, you pay hardly anything. You pay hardly nothing for it. I think that's what I heard a couple of years ago. Is that internet costs in Europe are like twenty percent what they are in the states? That's just because there's competition. Are they actually control their businesses a little bit? Go Probably. figure. Probably. Uh, speaking of Assassin's Creed Odyssey on PC, PS4, and Xbox One will include Assassin's Creed Three and Three Liberation remasters for the current gen as part of their season pass. Yes, the Assassin's Creeds that nobody played. Yeah, because Liberation, frankly, was not that good. And 3 was, frankly, not that good. Yeah. Those were not good Assassin's Creed I, games. I don't think I ever played Liberation. I played 3. Liberation was the Vita game. Oh. Yeah, and it, I know it, I never played it. And then why would... Okay, yeah. No, well, it, it, got, okay. It, got like a, it got an upward on PS3, I think. On okay. PS3, Xbox 360. Uh, hmm. A demo for Forza Horizon 4 is now available on Xbox One. It's almost 30 gigs. That's, that's uh, 4K textures for you right there. The game will probably clock in at 100, just like uh, Forza, Forza, Les Forza did, Motorsports did. <laughs> I'm really kind of amazed you didn't check that out. Um, like, I, I understand your prog why. Your progress doesn't save, mm -hmm. and I just I want to focus on getting this Red Dragon Quest done. I, I think I'd want to, I'd, if I was in your shoes, I think I'd want to boot it up just to see the graphics and then turn it off and go, yeah, that was pretty. <sighs> I know it's going to be pretty. I, I know. I know there's a choice between 4K 30 and 1080p 60, and I'm probably going to go 4K 30 because I'm a whore for more pixels. But we'll see. Yeah, I was. I was asking myself the other day which would I pick if I could make Spider-Man run at more frames per second or make it look better. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was kind of torn, frankly. 
Um, <clears throat> 200 couples in the United Kingdom cited Fortnite as the reason for their divorce in 2018 so far. <laughs> how, how bad off are you that you actually put that on your divorce papers? Um, I mean, at that point, isn't it just irreconcilable differences? Do you really got to put down Fortnite? Well, I mean, maybe it's honest. Maybe it's the, you know, begrudged spouse who's who's putting that on the forum. <laughs> or, That's true. Or maybe it's someone who really realizes that they have a problem, but in the end, they've made the right choice and chosen video games. I, there's, there's, there's a part of a story that, that's not being told. If there were 200 for Fortnite, how many of there were there for other games? Well, yeah, like, don't you How many Call of Duty divorces are there? Oh, Maybe not Europe. R- remember, here, remember the World of Warcraft divorces back in the day? Yes, yeah, of course. Man. Yeah, this is not... There are a lot more of those than there were World of Warcraft marriages. <laughs> <laughs> I always found those so cute, though. It's really nice. Out. Like, you, like, you really, you know, if it's just online, I, I don't know, it feels like you're really falling in love with the person's mind, you know? I, maybe. Or you're falling in love with, with what you think they yeah, are. Yeah, true. That's true. Do you want to date my avatar? She's a star, and she's hotter than reality by far. <laughs> uh, Nintendo are now selling little Joy-Cons for Switch that look like tiny NES controllers, but you can only buy them online if you are a Switch Online member. Nintendo, what are you doing? Uh, they're taking advantage of their fan base. And just looking at comments, I don't know how many people are going to pay for that online. It's people who are hardcore into Splatoon who are saying they'll do it, and that's it. There are people that hardcore into Splatoon? There are, yeah, absolutely there are. Well, Smash will probably drive some sale. I think that's a good point. I think there's Smash. Um, there's another one. Uh, Mario Kart. Yeah. You know, there's Mario Kart. And yeah, so like little kids are going to discover in a couple of weeks that they can't play, or maybe now already, they can't play Mario Kart online. And they're going to get like the seven day free trial and they're going to go to mom and explain. And let's be fair, 20 bucks for a year of online is the cheapest online of any of the current platform holders. It is, but you get what you pay for. Yeah. And, and the other thing is, is when you, this gives you cloud saves, right? Which is really cool and really important. Kinda. And if you lapse for a day, those, yeah. those cloud saves are gone. It's also not for all games. Yes. Well, Speaking no. of which, one of the games is uh, Splatoon 2. Well, no yeah. cloud saves. Okay, but apparently the reasoning for that is is uh, something about something about exploits that can be done. They with don't cloud want. Saves. Yeah, they're trying to avoid possible exploits. Yes. However, PlayStation and, and Xbox don't seem to have that problem. Well, PlayStation and Xbox don't run the Splatoon thing. Maybe a Splatoon should be better. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree with that. And uh, finally, Nintendo had a direct last week, and some stuff was announced. Cities Skylines is available right now. Digital Foundry says it's got some real performance issues. A new, quote, mainline Animal Crossing game will come to Switch in 2019. I have never played an Animal Crossing game, but in 2019 I will. Really? They're just so cute. I've never played one either. Yeah, I want to know. I want to know what the deal is. And if it's just like, um, what was that? What was that indie, uh, Har- Harvest Valley or something like that? Uh, Stardew Valley. Stardew Valley. Yeah, like, if it's just, like, Stardew Valley, the game, then I won't be into it. But, I don't know, like, I, I keep on hearing about this Tom Nook motherfucker, and I want to see what his deal is. <laughs> Can you kill Tom Nook? No? Oh, come on. 
Uh, a ton of Final Fantasy ports were announced. World of Final Fantasy, Chocobo's Mystery Dungeon, Crystal, Crystal Chronicles, Final Fantasy 7, 9, 10, and 10, 2, and 12, The Zodiac Age, and Final Fantasy 15 Pocket Edition, which is on the Switch right now, actually. But, um, um, what about 8? Um, someone was saying that, uh, <laughs> they know that 8 is the good one, and that's why. That's no. Um, well, 8 was good. I actually did like 8. I, I think it actually has more to do with that 8 never really had any, any other up, up ports anywhere. Mm. See, they would actually have to, like, do the up port, whereas 7 has been up ported, 10 and 10 2 are just the HD up ports. All these other ones, the work has already been done. They're just kind of porting it to Switch. Was 8 the whereas, one with the gun sword? Yes, it, oh. was, it was Squall and the gun sword. Squall and Renoa were your couple on eight, in 8. That was the one I always wanted to try. Because I remember seeing that trailer standing in front of a Radio Shack <laughs> in, like, 91 or something, going, wow, Ooh. that looks so cool. It's a sword, but it's also a gun. <laughs> yeah, I... Pressing 12-year-old me was not a challenge. There was there was a time when I was... I actually collected and kept games, whereas now I just play them and discard them. Mm-hmm. And I had the non-greatest hits versions of Final Fantasy seven, eight, and nine on the PlayStation. Hmm. Mint. I think I eBayed them for a, a decent chunk of money at oh, some nice. point when I needed the cash for something. Hmm. But don't do don't do that anymore. Man, I wonder what I could get from my library on eBay. Because I was thinking the other day, I'm never even going to go back to the PS3 and play one of these things. I'm not going to go play Dead Space again. I don't even know where my PS3 controller is. Overwatch, man. Ooh. Overwatch all day, every day. So, so, yeah, like maybe I should get rid of this shit, but but I don't know. I like them. Anyway. Somehow you'd, you'd miss it. You're like, oh, wait, where'd my stuff go? Uh, maybe, so but I'd, I'd probably go like, man, I have so much space. That's, and cash. <laughs> That's right. uh, Katamari Damacy Reroll is uh, just a kind of a, a remaster coming this winter. Yeah, okay. New Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe, both the original Wii U game and Super Mario Luigi U in one package. I'm going to have to get that. Is that this year? I don't think they gave a date for it. Okay. But uh, but yeah, like it just a 2D Mario Brothers on the Switch. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of into that. That was yeah. I mean, I haven't played one of the new Super Mario Brothers since the first one on the DS, and I just remember it being just a solid, solid side scrolling plat- side scrolling platformer. So why not? Well, yeah. I mean, it's kind of like the only single sequel that we got to Mario World, unless you're counting like you know the the ones on Super Nintendo. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and Luigi Luigi's Mansion Three is coming to Switch in 2019. There was a Luigi's Mansion Two. Um, that's was actually it a DS game. That's actually a good question. Because mm, I, don't I played either. the first Luigi's Mansion on GameCube because that actually came out before Mario Sunshine. That was almost was Luigi's Mansion a launch title for oh, the GameCube? It looks like Luigi's Mansion Two was a 3DS game. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, Luigi's Mansion Dark. Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon, or okay. just called Two. And uh, Diablo 2 Eternal Collection for Switch launches November 2nd, yay. <clears throat> and finally, the political slash gaming news. Oh, So you don't know what this is? No, I don't. Okay. I do not. I, I have been busy lately. You don't You don't go to Twitter, do you, by any chance? I do. Well, wh- one of the trending items today was Toad in Mario Kart. Okay. Now, the reason Toad in Mario Kart was trending today is because Stormy Daniels... Oh, no. Explained that apparently the president of the United States, the current president of the United States, Donald Trump, has a very unusually shaped penis. 
and is and is himself conscious of its um, irregularities. And she said it is best described as looking like the mushroom guy from Mario Kart. <clears throat> so <clears throat> that um. I'm trying to picture that penis. Not, no, and why I'm, are you doing this to yourself? Because, because, like, how does that translate into a penis? Like, uh, and the thing is, like, you know, the, the whole uh, mushroom head, you know, that, that, that's been, you know, an analogy that a lot of people have made, sure. Yeah. But, but you never, I don't know, I guess I've never heard a penis specifically described as a particular mushroom that is known in popular culture. So here, um, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna type this in. Toad Mario Kart. See what it looks like. Toad Mario Kart. Maybe he had a circumcision that just kind of went way wrong. Yeah, so it's like, you know, a kind of a normal shaft with a really cute face. And then a really, <laughs> like, oversized bulbous. bulbous head. Like... Well, okay, this is in her, her book, apparently. I, I found the story here. Yes. So the only thing we can do now to get the truth, did Stormy Daniels actually sleep with the President of the United States, is we need to demand, as a nation, dick pics. That's right. We need to see dick pics of Trump. And in fact, knowing Trump's capacity for bending the truth, this can't just be a pic that shows up somewhere. We need to see him drop no, trial. It's, it's, yeah, it's got to be like... National news, uncut, well, or cut, depending on how he is. Um, <laughs> yes, the, this this has to happen now. Otherwise, uh, I don't think I can have faith in our presidency if I don't now know what my president's dick looks like. I just. Uh... And she, the other thing that kind of threw me was was she describe <laughs> she she says um, a guy with yeti pubes. What what the fuck is yeti pubes? What is that? Is that like particularly thick? Is it white? Is that what she's implying? I don't what know. What are Yeti pubes? I don't know. It's really interesting well, to me. maybe when you've seen as many pubes as Stormy Daniels has. Yes, yeah, like, uh, You need to use different kind of words to describe them because just like Harry doesn't really cut it anymore. This is, you know, this, this is clearly uh, a mink. That That is a, a, ja a jackrabbit. This, Yeti, Yeti, you know, it makes sense well, with enough experience perhaps. I, I, I'd say she's probably an expert. I think she's seen... No, not if she's in I porn, have. she's not an expert on pubes. Those porn people don't go in for pubes. That's true. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> oh, my God. But on the member itself, on the member itself, the unit, <sighs> she could be described as something of an expert. Something of True, a, true. And she describes it as, it has a huge mushroom head like a toadstool. I laid there, annoyed that I was getting fucked by a guy with yeti pubes and a dick like the mushroom character in Mario Kart. <laughs> a dick like... And the thing is, Toad is notably short. Well, when He's your the hands shortest... are small, I mean, maybe by comparison... He is a short. He's short and wide. He sounds kind of like... No, <laughs> Did Trump sound like Toad? Like, oh, as he was. Uh, <laughs> oh. I'm looking at the Vox story about it right now, and the uh, Vox story ends with, and now you know why Toad is trending. Don't say you weren't warned. We leave you with this video of Toad screaming for two minutes straight. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, oh, right. did you well, watch that Captain Marvel trailer? I did actually. Okay, let's talk about that. That's less disgusting. That that well, I do not know much of anything about the Captain Marvel character. Me I don't either. understand if she's human, if she's not human, anything like that. Uh, she but, was she was a human who was experimented on and given Cree DNA. Uh, do you remember? Um, yeah. The, yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah. she was given Cree DNA, and she has a potentially unlimited power. I believe she is considered the most powerful character in the current Marvel Cinematic Universe, was a fighter pilot named Carol Danvers, went away, fought some shit in space, comes back to Earth. Okay. Yeah. I do like that there's um, Samuel L. Jackson with two eyes. Mm-hmm. So it dates it. I also yeah, love her crashing into a blockbuster. Yes. That was beautiful. That was very like, this is 20 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that instantly knows you, lets you know that this is not any time recent. And uh, personally, I love, I fucking love that Brie Larson is doing this. Yeah. I love Brie Larson. And, you know, like, oh, she's talented. I remember uh, Trainwreck was the first thing I saw her, and apparently she was in Room. And Woman at Work highly recommended I watch Room today when we were talking about this. Um, but I, I never saw that. To me, she was just the sister who was in, like, you know, a quarter of Trainwreck and stole every fucking scene she was in. <laughs> she was just amazing. So, no, that that uh, does... That looked good. I mean, and that's coming out... That has to come out before uh, yes. the new Avengers, because they have to introduce who Captain Marvel is, because obviously she's coming back and has some part of saving the day. Yes. That's kind of exactly what's going to happen. So, it did, I mean, it 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 was Wonder Woman-ish. Mm. It, mean, looked, with, it was certainly a lot brighter than Wonder Woman, and given that it's Marvel, we can expect this to be just kind of a lighter romp of a movie. Um, you'd hope. I thought, like, the, and I know that her, her shooting energy directly out of her fists is like is the Miss Marvel power that's like her whole fucking thing but I did think it looked kind of cheesy when she was like on top of the train shooting the energy at an enemy that we don't see she's fighting people throughout throughout the trailer we have no idea who she's fighting there's no enemy in that trailer that's gotta be intentional it's gotta be intentional yeah apparently Jude Law is gonna be the bad guy playing who? another kind of agent like her uh, okay. Someone, someone with similar powers. What strikes me, though, is, man, I wonder if Scarlett Johansson is pissed about this. <laughs> oh, yeah, this, this new character gets a standalone before she does? That's right. Like, really, there's no reason for that. And you could have so much fucking fun with a Black Widow movie. Just, like, make her a female James Bond. You're going to have a great time with this. Yeah. Have her travel the world, flirt, and kill people. It's gonna yeah. be, It would be awesome. They could. They could make it thematically not thematically they can make it tonally very different than the rest of the Marvel movies and it'd be okay it would it would be better than okay because that's how you end up with um, Captain America and Winter Soldier yeah yeah like the the times when the or, or uh, Thor Ragnarok when the Marvel Cinematic Universe kind of pushes out into something that feels kind of fresh like Guardians it's it succeeds I mean you could say that Thor Ragnarok had terrible action and you'd be right but as a movie it was really fun yeah especially since the uh Guardians of the Galaxy 3 is yeah. may not actually happen anymore. <laughs> yeah. Come back to his James, game, James Gunn. It's not up to him. Yeah. I wonder if he would if I wonder if he would if he could. Like if Disney turned around and said, We're sorry, we understand now that we were manipulated by neo Nazis. <laughs> if he's smart, he'd be like, you know what? Fine. Triple my salary, please. Uh you're Disney, you can afford it. And they yeah. go, you know what? We can. <laughs> well, let me look at my wallet. Oh my goodness, look at all that money. Okay, here. 
something, something goofy. Yeah, something Mickey Mouse and Goofy are in the boardroom. That's what just happened now. Which is how I imagined it. I imagine that's how they make the decisions. They just ask, ask Mickey Mouse. And... Well, Gorsh. <laughs> Gorsh. I don't think we have enough uh, market share in Asia. <laughs> Let's send Mulan. Yeah, well, I, 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 there's no coming back from Penis Toad. So, no, we tried. That's that's it. That we can't cannot recover. Although I do need to make one correction. Yesterday, right at the end of the podcast, Alex mentioned embouchure and was talking about breath control. That's not what embouchure is. I never really got it out there. Okay, embouchure is just the shape of your mouth around the mouthpiece. Mm. That's all. And the muscles you build up on the corners of your mouth holding that embouchure. That's what embouchure is. Yeah. Okay. Breath control is just breath control. That's not the same thing. Okay. So. And and to offer further definition, we can be assured that President Donald Trump's penis accelerates very quickly, has a low top speed, but handles very well. <laughs> Wait, I pick toad first, like, all the time. Is that... Hmm. Now I'm, I'm confused. That's okay. I was always Koopa. <laughs> it's funny. Everybody has, everybody has a Mario Kart character. That's right. Even if they don't know why, everybody has a Mario Kart character. Oh, I knew why. I could, I could corner like a motherfucker, and I didn't need that yeah. top speed. That's true. Yep. Drift. But in, okay. in the new one, I really needed Donkey Kong. <laughs> Donkey Kong was low acceleration, high top speed, right? That's the right. Characters? That's right. Yeah. But once you got yeah. the drifting down, it worked. You just, yeah, you you just needed the speed to win. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, Alex will be dried out and be back to us next week. Here's hoping. Yeah. No more rain on the East Coast would be good. We miss you, McCracken. Thank you for being your chance. My pleasure. Thank you, everyone, for talking. Work very hard to get that picture out of your head, (laughs) and we will see you in a week. No apologies. No apologies.